Welcome to the first episode of the High Kicks Podcast. I'm Brian Coburn. I got my co-host Carl Witt with me. What's good? And honestly, we just want to talk about some soccer. So Man U's not off to a good start. Uh, losing 3-1 to Crystal Palace when they uh, kicked off. Yeah, no. Um, as, as you may be able to tell, I'm a Man U fan. And I'm very depressed. Uh, yeah, um, Martial's a fat slob right now, just straight up. I don't know what else to say. Um, Donnie Van de Beek is playing like he doesn't have feet. We got Fred who Wait, actually... but like, he scored in his debut. Yeah, sure. Alright. He scored. He scored. <laughs> he did He did get subbed on and scored, so like, I will give him that, but that's it. I mean, yeah, like, but like... Except no other part of that performance was good. I don't know. Like, he, it, it, he literally was just positioned at the right place for that, honestly. He had some pretty good passing combinations earlier. Like, you can't blame him, like... What do you mean? He came in, like, after half. I know, but in the game, like, late in the game, he had some good passing combinations. Yeah, I mean, like, he messed up a little bit, and, like... Bro, the Luke, way... Luke Shaw messed up on some of the passes that he got from him. I don't know. It looked like he sparked something a little bit. But yeah, a little bit. But dang. honestly, like the way that defense got bullied by Townsend and Zaha, it didn't even matter because uh, literally no. Crystal Palace had the ball the entire game. Yeah, it did not matter. Yeah, Man United is not playing possessive soccer at all, and like I just can't see them actually like making any progress the way they're currently playing, especially when they played against Brighton. You're being that bold this early on. You just don't think they're going to improve? Oh, they're definitely improving. Uh, they need to uh, improve. Like, uh, chemistry's going to improve and everything. Uh, but, like, based on the first, like, two performances and the performance in, like, the preseason, yeah. it's very disappointing for a Man United fan because we have a management who will not back anything that the manager fucking actually does. So you can't really do anything. So we're, like, we're trying to get Tellas, which... Would be a move, but not really right now. And then we're trying to get Sancho, but not really. So what are we actually going for and what are we going to do? Because the way we're currently playing, we aren't getting top four. I would agree with that. Um, I think it kind of starts goalkeeper perspective, played it growing up. Um De Gea is great on a good day. He's world class, but his good day are few and far between now. Um, so it's a little bold to say, I know, so early on, but I think they already might want to make the move to Henderson, at least in like some cup games to start to get him. Like, I think that would definitely be a reasonable move for them because they they need to start moving away from De Gea the inconsistent way De Gea is playing. But when like like you said, like when De Gea like is actually on, yeah. God damn. And he's he's what twenty nine, right? Yeah, he's not so, that old. So he's valuable, and I can't believe I'm trying to like say what Man United should do to help them because I'm a Liverpool supporter, but, like, the earlier you sell him, the more he's worth, and you have a fantastic goalkeeper on the bench. So, 
you have two fantastic goalkeepers in Henderson and Romero. Yeah, but we may be talking about a keeper, but nothing, nothing can compare with that awful defense. Juan Basaka was trying to carry it, but I'm I'm sorry, Lindelof actually doesn't have legs. Maguire runs as if like he has two broken ankles. He literally gets broken by any like buddy with slightly more pace than like Aaron Juan Basaka. Like if if someone's slightly faster than Aaron Juan Basaka, you know damn well he's breaking Harry Maguire and getting down to De Gea. Because Lindelof's not doing anything. Yeah. They're kind of like just a little dead in defense. They had a little run last year. Maguire was playing a little bit well. I, I think uh, Juan Basaka was carrying that a lot, though. Yeah, I I don't think Maguire, and I you agree with me on this, has ever lived up to his price tag no. at all. Um, yeah, 88 million for a center back who can't. Was it 88 or 85? I thought it was 88. We're going to double check on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, with what, that kind of price tag you need to be actually competing for something. And if you're competing to see if you're one of the worst center backs in the league by getting broken down by almost any attacker. That was 80 million pounds. Oh, 80 million pounds. Yes. But yeah, the Harry Maguire signing was not a good move by Man U at all. And we could have put our money somewhere else, but... I mean, you needed you needed a defender need at a the, at the time, and he he was potentially the best affordable available option. Yeah, it's just I, I would he take, probably didn't need to pay eighty. Yeah, I, I would buy their current starting center back right now. So don't you? you? Yeah. yeah, he's fantastic. He's quality, and he literally has enough pace to be able to keep up with like mm-hmm. those really pacey mm-hmm. wingers and stuff in the prime. Mm-hmm. He pulled the team of the year from the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was quality. He was, he was their team of the season. I honestly think, like, with him and Ndidi, like, if they're both playing, like, quality minutes, mm-hmm. the way Schmeichel's playing, too, for them, like, he's, yeah. not, he's not, like, slacking at that, all. That game against City. Oh, my God. They slapped them, though. Slapped them. I mean... The penalties were penalties, and they were well-drawn, so you can't really blame the penalties. It's kind of just more Vardy's just... Yeah, Vardy's nuts. And at 33. Side note from that, uh, I hate the way that Man U barely won their last game against Brighton, and I think the scariest part about that was their striker just kept on trying to draw penalties and, like, the ref caught on. But if the ref didn't catch on to that, like, at all, like, the striker literally would consistently just run, like... Mopay? Dr- yeah, uh, no. Isn't um, he Conley. Oh. So he just kept on running in and, like, trying to get, like, weird touches, like, on the ball and trying to, like, draw stuff by, like, pushing right in front of the defender and, like... The ref was seeing it, like, every time and just being like, why are you trying to flex like this? Yeah. But, yeah. like, no pen in the Leicester game was like that at all. Every pen was well-deserved. Yep, and, like, well-deserved, well-earned, and Jesus, very well-taken. Well. Yeah. Unstoppable, all of them. 
And and that's without the, MDD. The rest of the goals were all beautiful. Honestly, the fact that T. Elmans is playing the way that he is is absurd. And like that James Madison finish, that was yeah, that was a worldie. That well, was beautiful. Right now, that's that's probably goal of the season. And like the Vardy goal was low key, very very difficult. Yeah. He chopped that thing with his back heel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You're over about Ederson. Oh my like, god! Like the technique on that goal is just so weird. I haven't seen like many strikers capable of doing something like that. Besides, like when you see like the Ebras and you see like the other crazy stuff. Yeah, and again, like thirty-three. Probably winning the Golden Boot is my prediction. Yeah, I. I don't remember what my initial prediction was, but I could see it going to Calvert-Lewin at this rate. Um, I just can't see him keeping that form for the entire season. And I honestly think with his previous, like, injuries, I could see that being, like, an issue of his. I don't know if it's a matter of him keeping his form, though. He's reaping the benefits of a vastly improved midfield. That is And Hamez is playing out of his mind. Well, no, he's not really playing out of his mind. He's playing like James Rodriguez. Yeah. And I thought Richarlison would benefit more from the goal scoring, but... Richarlison's just feeding him. And Calvert-Lewin is just on the end of the team plays that are generated by the midfield. He's leading right now with five. I just kind of think they're going to keep coming for him. I think the one issue that's going to come later in the season is very similar to Man U's with their defense. I just can't see it being that consistent against, like, top prime opponent, opponents. I yeah. feel like that's, like, a consistent issue of theirs. Like, Everton, like, they they may have Keane, but, like, Keane and Pickford can go, like, so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I'm not talking about the team as a whole, though. I just think Calvert Lewin has the potential to score a lot of goals. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're top four. That's yet, fair. Yet. That's fair. I could see them being like top eight. Yeah, I could see them up there. I could see them being eight. I could see them or pulling Europa nine. League at sixth. I could see. I could see it, but that's just because. I'm definitely taking Tottenham over that. But I just don't. I just don't know how rocky their season's gonna be. Yeah, that's true. You have great talent, great players, but you have a manager that is drama-prone, and yeah. you have Bale. I mean, the only drama he's going to produce is good drama because he loves Spurs. Yeah, but, like, I I don't think Bale causing drama is going to be much of an issue. I think, like, Mourinho may try to pull some stuff, but, like, Honestly, I think they'll just be, like, on their way. Like, because most of, like, their, like, high-quality talent don't listen to Mourinho anyways and are, like, independent players. Like, Harry Kane's, like, an independent player, so is human son. Like, mm-hmm. Lucas Moore is similar mm-hmm. to that because he's played for, like, quality I mean, clubs. I mean, talk about independent player. Homan son's goal last year? Yeah. That solo, I mean... Bro, also the five assists by Harry Kane so far on the season? Oh, on the season, yeah. Four of them to Sun. Yeah, that was nuts. Like, what? How? 
Did he score the only other goal? Uh, he scored he one scored, in that game. He scored the other goal that game. Yeah, but he's leading the Prem in assists because yeah. he had five or four in one game. Well, yeah, all to Sun. Yes, all it, to Sun. It made so much sense. That was such a great game. I think we should jump a little bit lower down on the table. Um, I saw the smile. I think you know where I'm going with this. But I want to talk about Leeds. I want to talk about Leeds because they gave Liverpool a run for their freaking money game one. Yeah, no, they were quality game one. They have been quality this entire and like, time in the and like, so far. I, uh, I was sick that week. I fell asleep before the game and I missed it. Yes. I'm mad, but to see to see that, and I know Klopp is famous for having very high-scoring opening games with Liverpool, but, but... The fact that Leeds were able to run it against, like, li- Liverpool... One of the best the, defenses in the world. And it wasn't even, like, a consideration that, like, they weren't in that game. Like, it, it, it wasn't like, like those games where it's a close score, but it's not as close as No, Liverpool they out-possessed. Likes. Yeah, no. They, they, they controlled playing, the game. They were playing quality since minute one to minute 90. I tuned in to watch their game against Fulham because after, again, Liverpool fan, after a team that gets promoted does that to your own team, you want to watch them. So the Fulham game was... Yeah. They they just came out running. Yeah. They ran the game. They played their game, and they just... Fulham was kind of chasing in the first half. Kind of fell apart in the end, but... Calvin Phillips just holds the field. Their formation kind of just has him yeah. alone in the middle. It, it, it's a 4-1-4-1, and he, he's that defensive one-holding midfielder. And then you have and, Bamford up top, who's just been creating. And scoring. Yeah. Like, he's just creating chance after chance for them. They... There's a reason why they're actually third in goals in the Prem right now. They yes. are tied with Everton. The fact that they're tied with Everton when Everton have James Rodriguez. Allen. They have Allen in the midfield. They have um, Cuyate. Decore. No, oh, Decore. Yeah. No. Cuyate Deco- is from Spurs from a while ago. Yes. I forgot where he's at now. Yeah. No, that midfield's nuts. And then you have Richarlison up top. I, but I this know. this this Leeds team, they're explosive. They're fast. They're they they play their game. Bielsa's a good manager, because you can tell. I but, predicted around like a twelfth place finish for them, and honestly, I may think I might have undershot where they're gonna place. Every year, it seems like a team that gets promoted. Finishes really high. A couple years ago, it was Wolves. Last year, Sheffield finished a lot higher than people thought. The only the only difference there is it doesn't look like this year Sheffield are going to continue on that run. Yeah, that was they, very dependent on. They well, actually, their goalie's been playing quite well. Yeah, but they they just haven't scored a goal. 
They haven't scored a goal in a while. That's fair. They haven't scored this season. Um, but, yeah, losing Henderson's big. But Le- Leeds could jump into that Wolves category with the way they're playing. I I watched Helder Costa rip two goals, like, beautifully into the top corner in this Fulham game. And yeah. they're just legit. They're dangerous. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple teams in the Prem that we haven't touched upon yet that are very dangerous, that are just sort of, like, still deciding where they actually are in the league. Um, Hit me. And I'm going to say that is Arsenal and Chelsea. Arsenal, I think, are relatively set. But I think if they actually get the signings that they want, I don't think Arsenal are set yet. Just because their defensive pairings are new, they have to yeah. they have to develop all their chemistry. Arteta's been there for long enough now. I mean, he he still has to in, get his system into the new players, so you can't say it's fully turned around. Yeah. And they didn't just have to do a style swap; they had to do a culture reset. Like there were some issues in that club. Well, under Arson, yeah. Well, not under Arson, in between. Well, like, late Arson. Yeah, but more stemming off of, like... Like, when it Arson, was It wasn't like, a good time was under an Iamory. Yeah. That's kind of where... I agree with that. But... M- moreover to Chelsea, it's kind of hard to judge them right now. Yeah. Because everyone is hurt. And also, they are such a prolific team in terms of what they actually have talent-wise. Yeah. It's just like... Like, you, you would you would hope that Lampard would line up yeah. with Pulisic on the right. You got Werner up top. Or no, sorry, Pulisic on the left. Yeah. Ziyech on the right. Werner up top. Havertz in the middle. And Havertz in the middle. And you, you, you create a monster. That, because you have a midfielder that that could emulate and you have Conte behind it. Yeah, but you you have an attacking midfielder that could emulate what Frank Lampard did in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. And he already showed that in his one game when they actually played him in a central role. Yes, he scored a hat trick. I mean, it was against was it Barnsley. Yeah, but it was a hat trick in English football. Still, still a big flex. Yeah, very, very big flex, especially for a kid who's younger than me. And I don't like that one bit. <laughs> As. <laughs> just, just sip to that. Um, <laughs> one of the best players in the world is um, younger than me. Yeah. But that's a lot of people for us now. But not you, not all of them. Like, you're you're. you're I, I think it's still funny because know, like Jaden Sancho and but stuff. But you're you're kind of a baby. Yeah, but still. Like, Mbappe is younger than me. He may be like a couple months older. He's like a year older than you. Uh, same thing. So like you know. Sure, sure, sure. Like, what am I doing with my life? Uh. But. Arsenal. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like Arsenal, I'm going to be honest. 
I don't either, but that was harsh. Yeah, like, Lacazette's playing good quality minutes, and so is uh, Aubameyang. And Pepe is too, honestly. I mean, they lost today, and to be fair, oh. it, it kind of, sh- I, I would yeah. say, should have been 3-0. Andy Robertson forgot how to kick a ball, and it kind of just bounced off his heel, and then... Lacazette miskicked his shot and Allison dove early and then he couldn't reach it after it bounced. It well, was, they also it, had Maitland Niles against... Uh, was he playing against on the left side against... Well, I'm just talking about what immediately happened in the build-up, like right before the goal, because it was kind of just like... Yeah, that, that was a cluster. It, like, it just came out of... It was a pass, It was a cross in that... Andy should have been able to clear and usually does clear. There's just been a lot of random little mistakes on that. I just I, think everyone's tired. Yeah. I just... I, I think a lot of players are playing tired, especially, like, in other leagues. Like, Bayern just played extremely tired in their loss. Um, their right-back position really was showing that they need to fix that, and they also showed that, like, another midfielder may be nice for that team despite the loss of Thiago, too. I mean... Speaking of right back, they they were going after Dest, but yeah, that guy. Why Barcelona. why that why he chose Barcelona over Bayern Munich? I, I I do not know. I do not know. I wish Bayern Munich would have signed Ordiazola, uh from Real Madrid. That yeah. would have been a great move. Um, but now they're sort of just in contention for like random right backs. Like there's not like one definite person anymore. Yeah. I yeah. think I think one transfer out of Bayern though that may be interesting maybe uh, the signing by Leeds of a Bayern young talent Cousins. Oh, oh yeah, I think I pronounced his name wrong, but great player scored a quality goal. You should probably look that up. What? How to how to pronounce his name? You don't want to do a guy dirty. Um, yeah, that would be a move for Leeds. Because kid's good. What? This dude's literally a couple months older than me. <laughs> <laughs> He's August 16th. That's weird. Yeah. Ooh, did you see Andres Pereira to Lazio? Alright. What? It's alright. Well, it's just money for United. To try and... Ooh. F- yeah. Yeah, 27 mil. I'm surprised they actually got rid of him. He's yeah, a good but young talent. He's a good like, young talent, but if you can he's fund a the Sancho, honestly, but he's a quality player. Yeah. But if you if you can fund the Sancho deal, yeah. you're gonna. That's definitely gonna happen uh, eventually. I don't know if it's gonna happen this season, but eventually that Sancho deal will get done. Um, but it does not matter with the current form that Bayern are are in despite their loss I still take them as Champions League favorites by far you're are, gonna are we, are we just gonna go biased because I know after after man you you're a Bayern guy but like we're gonna go our own biases but they're also kind of on paper two of the best teams in the world yeah you're obviously gonna go for Liverpool I'm gonna go with Liverpool um but like signing Thiago and signing Diogo Jota, Thiago gives 
an offensive freedom that the team has never had. Yeah. The team has thrived on a workhorse midfield, but you don't need three workhorses. So I when I want to compare lineups. I want to see person per person like who you would start in that lineup cuz I would probably go All right, all right, let me do it first cuz it's my team. Yeah. We don't have to we don't have to talk about the goalie. We know it's Allison. Yeah. Um same with Bayern, it's going to be Neuer. Sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. Um but so for me, for Liverpool Obviously, Trent, Van Dijk, and Gomez, and Andy. That's a given. Midfield three, Thiago, Wijnaldum, and Henderson. Okay. I I want to put Kata there, but... What Jordan Henderson does for the team's morale and how they play and the energy. Yeah, I completely agree. He with needs that. to be on the field. My only difference, I wouldn't have put Jordan Henderson in simply for Fabinho. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, they're Fabinho and I would Thiago, probably. I, I was. SCMs. I forgot about Fabinho because he's been playing center back this year because everyone is hurt because no one had any rest. Um, but like. Yeah, Tiago, Fabinho, and then again, Henderson. You would? Just for all of the aforementioned reasons. Like, yeah. I mean. It's understandable. Like, the, he, the he's way their, he played last he's year. He's their captain. He played nuts last year. He's their year. captain. He played and, so consistent. And the front three is, you don't even have to say anything. Yeah. The best, what I love about the Jota signing is that. So Liverpool, we talked about this the other day, they lose Mane and they lose Mo for up to six weeks mm-hmm. for the uh, AFCON, the Africa Cup of Nations, because it got rescheduled into January. And if that, if either of them go far, which chances are they will, chances are they will, Liverpool need attackers. And Jota fills in beautifully, like really, really well. I don't really know who else I could see to filling the other void. Harvey Elliott's a great talent. He's just a little young. Um, I think he could fill a lot of holes, though. Yeah, Curtis Jones plays a little bit of left wing also. Yeah, I'd honestly put Curtis Jones there before Harvey yeah. Elliott just because Curtis Jones has a little more experience. Dude. And filth. Full He's disclosure. Quality. Full disclosure, I am wearing a Curtis Jones jersey right now. Um, I think he's really, really, really good and has a lot of potential. Kid's got a wicked curler. Um, he looks hungry in front of goal. Like, yeah, every time he has the ball, he's it, always looking to shoot. It's similar to the look that Greenwood and Holland get. Yeah, but he's a midfielder. Yeah, exactly. So he can he he defends and he can track the whole field. Havertz gets that look. Yes, I I described Havertz with this, and I'm I've always said that I think he can be like Stevie G. I could see him being more like a Lampard because 
Like, I'm I'm a liver impressive. <laughs> I'm a Liverpool fan, but I'm not delusional. Um, Stevie G had a great shot, but Lampard scored 184 goals, and he's the only striker anywhere or only midfielder anywhere near the top of the Premier League all-time scoring leaders list. Yeah. So I could I, I could just see Curtis Jones as more of a goal scoring threat than a game controller. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, uh, to move on to the Bayern roster. Obviously, Neuer, we mentioned yeah, that we, already. We got that. Um, defense. Uh, at right back, we really don't have many options. Like, what do you got? We got Pavard. I, I... He's great. He is great. But you don't have any, like, other options. Nah, like, we could try to throw Lucas Hernandez out there, but that's, like, no. some Back scheme that makes no sense. Um, So, we do have Sule and uh, David Alba playing in the center, though. Gas, fire, complete, like, domination. That's Two complete. of the best center backs in the world. And then, you... and then we got the best left back in the world. Again, a Liverpool fan. Andy's great. Can't really argue. Yeah, stop trying to be delusional. He he's uh, not. Well, the thing the not the only knock on Davies, and you can only knock him on it, is because he's so young. Yeah. And he hasn't fully grown into himself. He's just small. The same way that Andy was. Yeah, and the same way that you can't knock Trent for not being able to defend right now. Exactly. Like, when he gets compared to Juan Basaka, I'm like, people, Juan Basaka's 24? Yeah. Trent's 21. Well, he, he does need to bulk a lot more. But, like, I will give that time. Like, uh, I'm not I'm not saying do that over a season. This isn't the NFL here. No, yeah, I know. It's gonna take it's gonna take a couple years is yeah, what exactly. I'm saying. Like like I understand that. Yes. That's completely fine. Yeah. Um so Alfonso Davies currently I agree, probably best left back in the world and future. For a while. Well Yeah. I uh, could I, we I have could have someone else. I could see him taking the bail route. Yeah, so could I. Uh, that's what I mentioned to you a couple like, weeks ago. Like, straight up, I could see I him... I could see him being a left winger, though, rather than a right winger, just because... Have I... you seen the clips of him in the MLS playing right wing? Yeah. Dude! <laughs> Those are, are you, actually what nuts. Are you, what are you talking about? Those are actually nuts. <laughs> Except, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter where he plays on the field. I could play him at, well, like, if you put it, CDM, if you put it, but honestly. If you, put it, if you put him on the left, he's going to get more assists. If you put him on the right, he's going to score more goals. I honestly think... Because his weak foot's going to develop more over time. I know, but, like, you throw him at either side, and he's just dominating. He is eating people. And, like, he he's going to do it at both ends, yeah. no matter what side. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter. He broke Nelson Semedo in that... Eight two three. Broken. Broken. Yeah, yeah. Alright, alright. Back to the line. Keep on going. Uh Joshua Kimmich Goretzka. Yeah. Uh pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh Muller Cam. Then I throw Sane at left. Mabry, right. Lewandowski up top. Yeah, the dangerous part about that lineup is all three of them, and by three I'm gonna more say Muller, um, 
Over which one? Sané. Just here, wait for my reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muller, Sané, and Nabry. Okay. The three of them can intertwine and oh, yeah. roll around wherever they want to be. So if you get Sané in the middle... Because what was that, Schalke that they beat 8-0 to open their season? Oh, uh, yeah, that was... Like, that goal, his debut goal that he scored up the middle, You they, they just... It, it's so... That was fierce. The way they played, it's, they... Sh- it's so unpredictable. It's so explosive. They... They're, they can score on you from any angle, yeah. anywhere, with anyone, and I haven't even mentioned Robert Lewandowski yet. Yeah, exactly. Like, the three guys who are there to feed the best striker in the world. Yeah, who should have won the ball in door last season. That, there I mean, was a ball in There should have been one. He should have won it. They played. Yeah. Um. They just, it got delayed, but they played. Yeah. Yeah. But um, moving on. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um. Yeah, that team is... Nuts. Nuts. And they spend their money really well. Yeah, exactly. Like, really well. Like, how did they get Sané for 56? Code. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the only explanation. Not that. Want. The answer is ACL. That, too. But. You're just, you're just... Speaking of ACL, prayers up for Zaniolo. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Zaniolo, the Roma kid. Mm-hmm. Tore his ACL last January yeah. and then tore... He the, tore his other one, right? Tore his other one over the international he's done, break. Though? Nah, he's got a surgery. He's on his way back. Alright. Wish him the best, honestly. All we can do. We haven't talked about City. We mentioned their thrashing, but like that was it. Yeah, but that was because we were talking about Leicester. That's true. We weren't we haven't talked about City. Yeah, but City, like, I'm still salty that they got that two year ban overturned. So we can ignore them a little bit longer. They are they I'm happy about. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm happy about people being injured because you never want to wish that upon anybody. But like, I'm happy they have no options right now at striker. Yeah. Because. They'd be running the prom. I, they're a little weak in the back right now. Yeah, Mendy's not playing very well. Mendy's not playing very well. Garcia's not playing very well. Yeah. The penalties. But Garcia's really young. And yeah, but Garcia wants out. He wants out. I thought he wanted to go to Barcelona. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they just re-signed him. I thought they re-signed him. Check on that. Um, yeah. They're just a little weak. And honestly, I, I noticed this. Because they're a little bit weak in the other three positions, not three, I'm going to say two, um, Nathan Ake is a beast. Um, he made his debut for City 21st. Of 2019. I know, but he's worked his way up, and I like he's been in transfer talk to Barcelona. Um, yeah, no, Eric Garcia will not be staying with Man City despite yeah, like, but a like, role in their team currently. But it's probably not gonna stay. Yeah, exactly. Like if Laporte gets healthy, he's out. Yeah, like instantly. Well, probably Ake would be out because it's the left-footed side. Yeah, but... But, like, they're probably both going to be out because Diaz is coming in. Yeah. And Otamendi's leaving. 
I think that's the biggest thing for them, just getting rid of Otamendi. Like, because honestly, if I was Argentina, I'd want to get rid of Otamendi. <laughs> I'm sorry to be rude to Otamendi, but the way he's played, like, the past couple seasons, he has shown, like, Yeah, just, he's like, just not at, he just doesn't seem to be at that level anymore. He's just faltered so, and, like, he, he just, like, it, it, it's like... He's just holding teams back at this point that are well, he's top not, quality. He's not holding teams back. He was holding that team back. Yeah. Yes. Because he can still play professional soccer, and he can still play at a very high level. But yeah. when your center back partner is Laporte... You're expected to do a little bit more. Exactly. And especially if he's carrying both of you and your left back sometimes, then you sort of need to question things. Yeah, yeah. Their midfield is still just... Yeah, exactly. It's... it's. We don't even have to talk about that. Or we could with I Foden mean, and everything. We sort of have to. You gotta talk about good Foden. they're good. Like How good they're good? They're so... like How good they're good? Like, they're so good. That midfield is unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Foden, the way... That he's just filling, like, any role that he's needed. Yeah. Um, Silva used to do that, but they have him for that, so it doesn't even matter. Well, they have both of them for it. Oh, I meant David Silva. Oh. David Silva used to do that, too. No, Bernardo also. Bernardo Silva does as well, which is the scariest thing, because they both have Silvas, and they both do the well, same what? thing. David left. Yeah. Um, yeah, 17-year-old playing striker. Yeah. Scored a banger in his cup debut yeah i'd still start sterling at striker yeah but But that's just because they have so many wingers yeah like that that's just because of injury at this point yeah yeah i would i would give them that they're i just don't want them to falter because of injuries i don't think they will i think that like despite like, injuries in the past, they've overcome them so that they still have been so successful throughout the 20, like, 10s. Yeah, but last year they found out. Well, their their injuries had always been in the midfield. Last year they started getting hit with center back injuries, and they got hit with them to start the season again this year. Yeah. And... But they just... Brought in a better center back than what they previously had. Like, Ruben Diaz is a quality center back. Yeah, it's going to greatly... They're going to be much better. Yeah. I wish, man, you did something like that, but no. <laughs> man, you should drop the Sancho pursuit and give Lipsig whatever they want for Opamakana. Yeah, I was literally about to... Like, straight up. But, like, give me Mukulele and Opamakana, and I will literally just, like, do anything. Those dudes are nuts. Well, like, even... I think, Even if they got Konate I, I think, instead I think, of Upamakano. I think Harry Maguire actually could play well next to Upamakano because Upamakano is a ball-dominant passing center back, yeah. which is what Harry Maguire tries to be, and he's just not. Like, he's good on the ball. He's just, like, when when he tries to take it up the field and he shows that... Upamakano can take a ball up the field kind of like Van Dyke can. Yeah, but Harry Maguire takes it as if he's a 45-year-old man. I mean, I would take Zlatan at 45 over Harry Maguire any day. 
Yeah, but we are talking about Zlatan. I take we're ta- Zlatan we're, we're, over Maguire. No we're talking what. about a 45-year-old man, not a 45-year-old Zlatan. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's aliens, and then there's Zlatan. Speaking of Zlatan, I hope COVID gets well soon. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Beat the crap out of that. Nah, but for real, I hope he's okay. Nah, I, I heard he was doing fine, yeah. like, from all the reports, so. Okay. okay, that's good, that's good. That's good, because... He earned that number 11 back at AC Milan. That's crazy. Like, especially at his age dude's and the old. amount of injuries he's had. Like, he has sustained injuries. Like, not like like minor ones. Like, he's had, like, R9 injuries and yeah. been able to be like, yo, I'm still going to karate kick this into top shelf no matter what. He's like, Zlatan doesn't get injured. Injuries get Zlatan. And then he's healthy. Yeah. That's kind of just what happens because... He's a freak. Yeah, he's just a freak. He's amazing. He's... Usually when a player goes from Europe to the MLS, they don't go back to Europe and earn a number 11 shirt. (laughs) Yeah, earn a number 11 and then, like, perform that season. Yes. Deserving of it. Yes. Like, David Beckham went to the Galaxy to end his career. Yeah. Like, uh, um, Rooney came the, back. Thierry Henry, yeah. Rooney came back. Ro- Rooney came back. But Rooney's playing for Derby right now? Yeah, he's playing for Derby. Yeah. Um, David Villa. He went over there. He came back? No, he he didn't yeah, come back. Yeah, I don't think Higuain. Yeah, I don't think Higuain's coming back. I don't think Matuidi's no, coming back. I don't see either of them coming back. I see Inter Miami winning well, the MLS. I guess technically going back because yeah, we're 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 in New York. Yeah, we're not in Europe. Well, uh, so that's a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> It's just special. It's just special. Yeah. He's ridiculous. There's a couple of people like that in world soccer, you know, but like not many. Buffon. But I don't think he has a starting role anymore. No, but I think he could. Yeah. I just think teams don't want to give it to him cuz he's old. But I think he's probably still better than He's better than a lot of people, but I still would Except not. Except, he's probably a benefit to have on your roster just because he can train your goalie better than your goalie coach. Yeah, that's the same thing with, like, check for the Chelsea situation. Oh, my God. Yeah, them picking up Mendy was nuts because check's literally going to develop Mendy into what Onana should be in the future. And also, the fact that he's so large... Like it, how how big is Mendy? I thought he was like six five or six six. Like I need to check this real quick. But like, like Petr Cech can take that and be like, oh that was me. Yeah. Oh, just do exactly what I did. Wait, just wait. just be the best keeper in the prem real quick for me. When did Petr Cech stop playing hockey? That's a good question. <laughs> I, I remember he was a goalie. Like, and like that last was I, nuts. Last I heard, Petr Cech was a goalie for like a British professional hockey team. Like he played pretty well, and now he's like on Chelsea's executive board, and he's like coaching their goalies. Yeah. Which like, duh, but 
when did that happen? Yeah, questions all around. Um, the big question is how Mendy will actually play. Um, I think as long as he steps before he dives, it'll be better than Kepa. <laughs> oh, so you're saying if he has arms, uh, he's better than Kepa. No, 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 not arms, but like... Alright, I'm gonna be honest. I can jump in front of a ball better than Kepa can jump in front of a ball. Carl, I'm... no, you can't. Carl. I would throw my... No, no, I'm Dude, not... I've seen you play soccer and I've seen you be athletic. No. No, I mean like like, like, like I like, would hurt myself afterwards. Because like I I am a goalie, and yeah. no, like I would hurt myself severely. Yes, but but Carl, I can throw myself at that ball. Carl, the ball is moving a hell of a lot faster. My face is taking it just like that one video of that Yale okay, goalkeeper. <laughs> okay, Scott. Really. I will eat that ball with my face over Keppa's hands any day of the week. I mean. Alright, also, I say that just because Kepa also just stood there a lot of the time. Like He stood there a lot of the time. A, a lot of the chances that are taken against Kepa, he just stood there. So if Dude, Mendy, he's been a starter in the Prem for like a season, and he's yeah. letting like 20 goals outside the box. Yeah. Like, bro, what? Like, I don't understand how you're a starter. Like, I don't know how they don't have Willie in there already. I mean, Caballero started last game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I, 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 I think it's probably going to be Mendy next week. I presume so, even I, though he just came in. Yeah, but, I mean, it's a little different than, like, a midfielder and even Tiago. Yeah, exactly. Even Tiago, who's a midfielder, was announced on a Friday, made his debut on a Sunday, and set the Premier League record for passes in a half. Yeah, but that's also just because he's a midfielder. Yeah, but, like, usually you need chemistry to do something like that. Like, what's he going to do Once in, he has that. in April when yeah. he's been there? I think he's literally just going to chip it over to Firmino. Firmino's going to chip it over to either Mane Salah or Mane. Mane, and it's literally just going to be, like, top corner. Every like time. It, it's, it's literally just going to be, like... It's just going to be, like, your goals in those Rocket League tournaments. Yeah, yeah, it's literally just running in a straight line and... Just top right, top left, top right, top left, top right, top left, just like alternating. And then sometimes they like swap over. So you think they're just going to be unstoppable? I honestly think they're winning the Prem. I think it's them. I think it's followed by them. I think it's City. Yeah. I think it's an obvious second for City at this point. I don't think there's much argument for any other team. Well, I think if you're a Chelsea fan. I think it's still a toss-up between Liverpool and City. It's too early. They lost one game, I know. Yeah, I completely agree with that, too. I I just think the issue, if Chelsea had been healthy the whole season, like from the start, I could see it. Based on where they currently are and based on the fact that they didn't start Havertz in the role that he should have been playing. Well, they didn't start him there because they didn't have anyone else to put there. Yes. If Ziyech were healthy... Also, I hate how they aren't playing Mount because Mount is such a good player. Yeah, but like, where do you put him? You definitely don't start him in that lineup. No. Straight up, but he is such a quality player. Also, can we can we just like, because we've been doing a lot of previews, like first episode and stuff. Yeah. Can we talk about Americans right now? Oh my God. Like like Christian Honestly. Pulisic was given the number ten. 
at Chelsea. And at he, Chelsea. And he deserves it. It's and not he even, des- like, like, a second thought that he deserves it or like, not. Like, the last person to wear number 10 at Chelsea was Eden Hazard. Like, that's a big deal. Serginho Dest. Barca. Wes McKinney starting for Juve. And, by the way, with Dest, not only did he sign for Barca... He's he, a starting... He, he shunned Bayern Munich. He should Where start. he probably would have been there starting right back. He would have probably... Uh, no, he would have alternated with Pavard. Yeah, but he probably would have won that eventually. Yeah, I completely agree, yeah. just based on age. And, like, you got Gio Reyna. Gio Reyna's Gio Reyna's kicking it at Dortmund. Um, Dortmund's just like... When we talk, talked battery. about it the other day... Pulisic scored his first Dortmund goal younger than Reyna did. Yeah. Yeah. I read that, too. Yeah. I, I was reading up on uh, the youngest scorers in the Bundesliga, yeah. and that's nuts. Yeah. There's a lot of them. And, like, Zach Steffen at City? Dude. Again, goalkeeper. Honestly, <laughs> there's even American center backs, like, within the MLS that are, like, quality enough to be able to go to Europe. Yeah. Like, there's some random ones that are just like, wow, you are as fast as Alfonso Davies, and wow, you are massive well, and, like, physical. Yeah, but they just don't have, like, the ball control Because the talent has been coming out slowly. Yeah. And the league is relatively young. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just, it's a gold mine that hasn't been, been rushed struck. yet. But I don't think it'll strike. For many years to like come. Like when you when you when you look at all I could of see the, it like twenty fifty. Oh, I could see it way sooner than that. When you I feel like we're already at twenty twenty and like there was so much that could have happened. But when you look at what happens generationally, like Landon Donovan and Clint Dempsey inspired a generation of players. That generation of kid are playing now, are playing now yeah. and look at what they're doing. This generation is going to inspire another generation who's already probably, like, nine, ten. Yeah, but they're all influenced by, like, Messi and Ronaldo right now. But everyone is who's all the soccer. Yes, but but the influence of, like, the same nationality is Messi and Ronaldo can come, but the, the belief that you can make it comes... From the Pulisic. That's true. And the Dest and the McKinney. That's a fair point. And But, like, Dest has played for quality clubs already. I know. Like, like they've played for quality clubs. I like, know. Pulisic and started at Dortmund. Like, the fact that he made it to Dortmund. At really, 16. Yeah, I think that really just sparked a lot of people, like, within America. No, but, like, I really think sports generations, especially in soccer, are very, very... Talent comes quick. Yeah. And when... There's a lot of talent at a lot of times, too. When you look and see the players that have been plucked out of the MLS, that have been fine, like, hand-picked... Yeah. There's more of them... Than we think. And when you look at other sports around the world, other, like, major sports, we just... we. Not really, I'm kind of going to rephrase this. We're a very large country. You have a very large talent pool to pull from. Yeah. I just think eventually we're going to be able to find it. Because it's yeah. there. The kids are there. 
I don't think our talent pool is as large as some other countries, but like, like I we think do it is, have development. I think that is, is beyond some other. It has countries. the potential to be larger because of the population size. You have more to yeah, pull from. But like, what I'm saying is like, there are places with larger populations that have less development. That like, oh yeah would that won't succeed as much as these people just because, like, we have, like, that kind of development. But our development isn't very... Well, now... The thing about our development is that... We're years behind Europe. Well, you're years behind Europe, and you see that in... When an American player goes over there at 16... Yeah. What can happen versus playing in the MLS for a long time and then going over there and trying to start at 22. Except we can also see, like, in the rare case, like Alfonso Davies, even though he's not American, he's Canadian, just, like, the complete flex in the MLS and then just immediate come over to Europe. Yeah, that's not often. That's very not often. I... I do I do think Pulisic and Reyna would have done it? Yeah. But I think it would have taken a little longer. Well, Davies did it at eighteen. Yeah. I think Pulisic and Reyna would have done it by eighteen also. Okay. Keep keep That's in mind Pulisic is he just turned twenty one, like last I month. always forget how young he was when he, he got to Dortmund. He and just how turned long ago. He just turned twenty one last month. Didn't he play when Lewandowski was still at Dortmund? Or no, he just turned 22 last month. Yes. Yeah, like... Maybe. What? Like, I'm pretty sure Lewandowski he was still with Abba. in that Dortmund. He played with Abba. Yeah. He's been around for a while. Yeah. But you see, oh. when the Americans come over when they're young, instead of going to college first, nothing against college, but in, the ter- in terms of soccer, you need to be in a European development academy by the time you're 16. If you really kind of want to make it over there, unless you're an anomaly, because there aren't many. I mean, there's more coming now. Yeah, he didn't play oh. with Lewandowski, just after, but still, he played like with Royce, and like Royce's quality. Yeah, I think we can end off on this, and I don't think you're gonna agree with me on this. So I think it just could be a funny last thing to talk about. But I was talking with a buddy back home and I I said I think that we have a chance as the US to potentially contest for the World Cup when we host how many years I think it's um 2020 because I feel like that's also dependent on how some other teams fall off. 2026. So, I, I think... You think in six years? I think we could do it. I think in six years, I think it's an actual chance. Not not like... I don't think it's guaranteed. I don't think... I don't think... I think it would still be an incredible surprise. Yeah. I think it would be... Like, I think it would be less surprising than when Greece won the Euro in 2004. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, but I don't think it would be very much. I just can't less. think of a team that they would beat out. 
like I, I can't think of the teams like off the top of my head. Yeah, and you don't you don't know where everyone's gonna be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, France is still gonna be dirty. Yeah, you know, like because France, Germany. You know, sc- England's probably Dude. going to win that World Cup. Yeah. Um, Mbappe is gonna be twenty seven in six years. I feel like he's been around forever. Um, yeah, for real. I, I don't want to get into that though, because I feel like we should probably wrap this one up. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Sounds good. Yeah. Adios. Peace.